0: Welcome to the So She Is podcast. I am your host, Katie Grimes, and this podcast is your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, neuroscience, spiritual evolution, healing, and living in alignment with the highest truth of who you actually are. I know that you pushing play today is no accident, and I am so grateful for you being here. So with that said, let's get this party started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to So She Is. I am so grateful for you all pushing play today and happy 2023. Ah, I cannot believe it is here. Time has both gone so fast and so slow over the past year. And I think the new year is such a fun time to just like reflect, but also like be in this new energy, this clean slate, this fresh start. And I'm just so excited for what's to come. And so before we go any further, let me reintroduce you to myself or let me reintroduce myself. I am Katie Grimes now. And let's just talk about that for a second, because changing your name is something that is very interesting and different. I don't feel like it's something that's been talked about, at least not within the people I talk to or the people I follow or really anywhere. I haven't seen much about the weirdness of changing your name. And it's like a whole identity crisis in a way and not crisis in a bad way. It's just an identity shift. I mean, you go your whole life being Katie Neary and then it's now one day you wake up and you're Katie Grimes. And it has absolutely nothing to do with it being a bad thing. I wanted to change my name. And it's so funny, my wife, <laughs> a wife, I haven't really said that on the podcast yet. But my wife always says, you don't have to change your name, you can keep it, you can keep it. But I I wanted to change my name. It's just a whole transition. And I don't think, I think this transition specifically gets skipped over. Like, there's other big transitions that, happen, you know, graduation, a baby, marriage gets talked about as a big transition, but not the name part. And so that is my goal in 2023 is that we can talk about these things openly here, things that aren't inherently positive and and let that exist without making it a negative. Me saying that it's weird to change my name doesn't mean that it's a bad thing or that it's not good or that I needs to that I should just keep my name and stay comfortable. No, no, no. We expand here, we adapt here, we stretch here and that's kind of what the name feels like. It just is like a bigger shift. It's like um almost like an initiation in ways of like here's this new life, this new opportunity. And so that's what I feel even more excited about with 2023 and just all that's to come and I'm really happy with the reflection that I did on 2022. And that's kind of leads me into today's podcast. I kind of want to give you guys a 2022 recap because I started this podcast strong. I started this podcast ready to go. um, And then I started So We Are Silent Disco and kind of let the podcast slip. And then I had a journey of health issues throughout the summer and I think it's time to finally like share and recap all of that because there was huge energetics at play for me in 2022 there was huge leaps a lot of beliefs everything coming to the surface and I feel like I kind of kept the podcast in the dark like okay guys don't worry I'll talk about it one day um And today is the day I'm ready to talk about it. So I believe in previous episodes that I did like allude to going through it or having a tough summer and things of that nature. And that is true. I had a lot of change happen. I had big shifts. Um, And for myself, typically when I experience big energetic shifts, this manifests physically on my body, in me getting sick, in me being hurt, it's really a pattern that's happened my whole life. And it's almost like when I'm outside of my um, like range of tolerance or there's a much better word for that, but it left my brain. Um, but that place of that window of tolerance, when I get outside of that or get stretched even bigger or have a lot of things come up or a lot of overwhelm, typically it manifests physically in my body. And so I feel like throughout this past year of 2022, I was really, really pushing where I was in my window of tolerance. I feel like I was dancing on the outside of it um, a lot and in positive ways and in negative ways and in like neutral ways. There was a lot going on with in Curly's family with death and sickness and I actually had a lot of like childhood trauma like resurface from that and a lot of like feeling unsafe in my body at the same time. So we are was growing, expanding, going viral, getting all sorts of press and that uh, expanding my capacity there to receive that. And through this, I was having a lot of subconscious anxiety. And I say subconscious because it's not like I was waking up short of breath. I wasn't constantly feeling like, oh no, I don't know what to do. Like, oh my God, there's so much to do. I felt that a little bit, but it was very much in the back of my mind. I was like, yes, this is what I prayed for. I'm ready for this. But my body had another plan. And my body basically just started to have issues within my digestion track. I started to have symptoms of what I believe is like IBS. And this IBS was slow to start. And if anybody has ever experienced anxiety or had any sort of relationship to IBS or issues within your digestive track, the mind-gut connection is no joke. And so when you feel one, typically the other one comes around, right? And so when I was having all these physical symptoms of IBS, I then, my anxiety would get crazy and I would get these gnarly panic attacks about not feeling safe and or, or like I didn't know where a bathroom was going to be, or I don't think I can do it because I was like taking Imodium. I was taking black charcoal. If you have any form of like loose stool, black charcoal is a great natural alternative to like say Imodium. I was taking all of it. It was somewhat working, somewhat not. Um, I couldn't, anytime food was around, I would get a panic attack. I'd have to leave. It was, I was working youth camps. I'd have to like run to the bathroom. It was just disrupting every aspect of my life I had to leave a good friend's wedding well just not go to the after party because I was having diarrhea throughout the reception and it was just really really impacting my quality of life and ultimately leave getting me to a point that I would not really leave the house I wouldn't go out to restaurants I wouldn't do anything I would only do so we are and then be home and be anxious, (laughs) essentially. And it would happen throughout the night. So I wasn't getting sleep. And when you don't get sleep, it is just a vicious cycle. If you know, you know. And what this gave me was a lot of insight, a lot of insight about myself. It also taught me even more how to surrender to life, to the unknown, to the timing It also allowed me to surrender to both Eastern and Western medicine and how I got through this essentially (laughs) and where we are now that got us to like a stable place is I started seeing my therapist intensely like once a week, sometimes twice a week for a couple months. I went to a doctor and I got some medicine prescribed and I would like to take any shame out of that because I had a massive amount and it has literally saved me. I don't know if it's long-term. I don't, I'm going to just ride it out, but I won't even take antibiotics. So to like take this medicine has been a journey in itself of acceptance, but I'm so grateful for it. And it has really, really, really helped me out. And let me be clear, when I say I'm not a huge fan of antibiotics or I won't take them, doesn't mean I actually won't take them. If I really needed an antibiotic, I would take it. I just am so weird about what I put in my body. And I've always been this way. Like when I got my gallbladder out, I just took Advil because I didn't want to take pain pills. It's just like a Katie thing. It has nothing to do with like, oh, I'm so woke. I'm so above you. No, it's like my whole life. I've just been a freaking weirdo about (laughs) all things medicine. And so I also went to a naturopath, that was another part of this healing journey that I did. And I feel very fortunate that I was in a position where I could financially afford to do that. It was still a stretch financially. It is extremely expensive because it's not covered by insurance. And what the naturopath gave me was just like peace of mind of like that I don't have a parasite, that there's nothing crazy going on in my bowels. And like, it really allowed me to sit down and approach the more mental side of things. Like if, if I don't have something that's eating my insides alive, that it feels like, okay, obviously then it's probably this, the brain, like it's the mind gut connection that we, I like briefly mentioned. And so th- through doing that, cause the naturopath gives lots of really cool tests, cool blood work and truthfully. If you can't afford it, it's okay. It's okay. Just see if you can get different tests like that somewhere else. But it's always nice to get more opinions than not. And I just feel really lucky that I was able to have the naturopath in my roulette of doctors. I hope that's like the right word. But the whole point of me sharing this today was one, to inform you guys of like what's going on, like what I've been doing, what I've been going through, because I've truly learned so much and especially going to therapy so intensely, intensely. I have learned so much about anxiety and I want to do a whole episode on anxiety and all the different tools that my therapist has given me because so often when we are anxious or have anxiety or these like very, um, like behaviors like where it's like physiological, like it's it's on every level. It's not just in your head. It's like the racing heart, the, the stomach, the sweating, the dizziness. There's ways that I've taught learned to really separate myself from the anxiety. I still get anxious. I still have all that, but I have now tools in my toolbox of how to cope with it and how to separate myself from it because it's okay. It's okay for anything to exist. It's okay for anxiety, depression, fear, but what happens is that we become like meshed with it. It becomes us. It feels like there's no separation between us and it. And so I'm really excited to do an episode just diving into anxiety um, specifically. And that is a little mini tangent of going back to the moral of why I'm even making this episode, why I feel inclined to tell you guys. And one is because I've learned so much through this. And even when I was like holding that, when I was so sick, I was just holding the vision like, I'm going to help so many people with this. Like, this is happening for a reason. And truthfully, it has because, again, my capacity has expanded so much. My window of tolerance physically for myself has expanded so much. And it's just been incredible to learn. But I also wanted to share this because even when you feel unwell, that does not mean that opportunities shut off. That does not mean that like life is over. That doesn't mean you can't manifest anything big or anything small. It just means that something's going on inside you. There's something that's not aligned within you. So when I was my sickest, I literally manifested the most. And part of why I think I got sick was because so many things were working out for me that with overwhelm, even if it's positive overwhelm, like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Like there's so much good. Like LA times, we got asked to do two different docuseries with these celebrities and we ended up doing one of them. So stay tuned. But all these things were happening. And then on the other side of overwhelm is the overwhelm of what if it all fails? What if all of this goes to shit? Like what if I can't handle all this? And so there's a specific name for it, but it's like the contradiction and the holding the two parts of like, this is so incredible. And it's like, oh my God, this is so incredible. Like, what if I fuck it up? That's the difference here. And I am here to tell you that even if you're in a place where you are not feeling like yourself, big things can still come because manifestation is 99% in the subconscious mind. And so the subconscious mind it was not yesterday, it's not two days ago, it is a lifetime of beliefs. It is a lifetime of work that you've put into it. It is all of the things that have made you who you are today that live within there. And so while you might not feel like an energetic match to your desires when you feel like shit, it doesn't mean you aren't. And so no matter where you're at right now, no matter where what you're feeling right now, I want you to just take a moment to recognize like how far you've come and that so many things are possible, even if it feels like it's not. And truthfully, when the body is unwell, or the nervous system is going nuts, or you're really experiencing some wonky stuff, I see it as just like the alarm is going off. It is like the your body, your nervous system alerting you like, wait, 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 wait. Like, this is too much. Something's going on here. Help. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And I am someone who it literally takes me getting to my deathbed to to get me to pay attention. And so that's something I'm going to work on in 2023 as well. And I encourage you to as well, do that as well. Like don't let things get so bad that then you have to like address it, is to be proactive with how you take care of yourself, with how you take care of your nervous system, with how you lean on people, when you, how you get support from people, because I know I am a silent sufferer. And honestly, through this season of life, I have learned who my people are. <laughs> and my people are my my people. They are my people. And if you feel like you are one of those, you probably are. And I am just so grateful for the people who have been so, so, so supportive of me throughout this. And I could get emotional talking about those people. And there's other people who haven't, who, who maybe don't. And that's okay because your people are your people. And that's a whole episode for another day because that is something I'd had to come to, to learn to. Not everybody has to like you. You have to like you. You have to be comfortable with you. And I think that was just a little tangent. But going back to your, your body is just alerting you. So when you have these physical symptoms, how can you take a breath with them? How can you check in with them before you are experiencing a crazy IBS before you were experiencing crazy migraines or other things that shut your body down. I mean, for example, another crazy thing that happened that even though I'm in the, the home stretch, like I feel like I'm a 100 I'm like ninety percent better, eighty five percent better, I think it's always a journey to a hundred, which makes life fun. Um, the week of my wedding, I got so sick on Tuesday and i was supposed to work this youth camp. And sometimes we have these like secret desires in life, right? I had this secret desire that wasn't very secret, but i was like ignoring it and it was that i did not want to work this youth camp with curly. It was like a softball youth camp. And but I, I love helping and I love doing it. But the, having it two days before our wedding felt like way too much for me. There felt like so much I needed to do. And I just kept being like, oh, I'll do it. But I wish we weren't. I'll do it. But I wish we weren't. I'll do it. I wish we weren't. Well, the day of the youth camp, I woke up with a stomach bug. And for the first time in my life since first grade, I lit, like, except for the occasional alcohol intake, I threw up. And it was like a purge of all the stress. And then I was better. But I was sick all day on Tuesday and then still recovering the next day, Wednesday, and the two days of the youth camp. And so just remember, if you have these secret desires, they're going to show up in your life. They're going to slow you down. And so whether it is the secret desire that you have to slow down or to not do something or to be living a different life, or if you're just living the life you want to live, but you're completely outside your window of tolerance and you think that pushing through is going to get you there, I am here to tell you that in 2023, please, please, please tune into the wisdom of your body and check in with how it actually feels because your body is the only thing you can't gaslight. So if you are feeling completely overwhelmed, if you are feeling completely depra- like depleted, lack of motivation, tired, the need to scroll, depressed, anxious, in physical pain, having gnarly health issues or any form of mental health issues, check in with your body. And you could write a letter to your body. You, the subconscious mind slash body loves answering questions. So if you just write a question on a piece of paper and say like, body, how do you feel about this? What do you need? And then you just stream of conscious write It's fascinating what comes up because, again, you cannot gaslight your body. Your body knows the truth. Even if you ask, like, going unrelated, if you are hanging out with someone and you feel completely depleted after you hang out with them, or your chest feels really tight, or something about them makes you feel very anxious, your body can't be gaslit. For some reason, your body doesn't feel safe. And it is just so important to not ignore these alerts these symptoms because if you do you will end up unwell to a more extreme point and then the journey back home is a doozy and it's a longer one but again if it's your if that's the path that's the path I believe my path is always going to be my body and me figuring out how to like rock with each other because My brain wants to go, go, go. My body has different things and it's very conflicting. And so I think my life mission is to reconnect with my body. That is why I facilitate these So We Are silent discos. That is why I help others connect to their body because my whole life has been this giant reunion with my body and I believe it will continue to be so. (sighs) I feel like that is pretty much wrapping up everything that I wanted to chat about today. I am... So excited for what 2023 has to offer. If you have anything specifically you want to hear from me or any guest you want to hear from, please reach out via DM at so she is underscore podcast and, and or at Katie Grimes um, on Instagram. I'm not really sure what the life of Sochi is, is Instagram is going to be. I might just make it on my personal account. We will see and decide then. But yes, I hope you all are having a great day. Let's all take a breath together right now, wherever you are driving or not. If you're driving, keep your eyes open. If you're not, keep your eyes, just close your eyes for a second. Take one giant breath in through the bottoms of your feet, connecting to the earth and bringing this breath up all the way up your body, all the way up your body, allowing this breath to fill the space of your belly, your chest, your throat, your head, and then just let it go. Just deflating like a balloon saying I am real I am in this body I am safe I am protected and I will see you in the next episode I love you I love you I love you have a great one bye if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to take a screenshot and tag us on instagram at so she is underscore podcast to let us know your takeaways If you could, leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help us build, grow, and expand this to anyone it needs to reach. I am so grateful for you listening and giving me your time and energy, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. I love you. Bye.